0: <laughs> sing, sing, sing with big
1: boys, huh? Yes sir.
2: So, Owen, how are you doing today? I'm too blessed to be stressed. Well, know, Well, basically I sent I'm sending my signal out to Zeno uh, networks and they're all over the world. So <laughs> a broadcast uh, communication group, and if they have the signal, they can send it out to all their uh, uh, places at zeno.com. And uh, all right, zeno.com, zeno.com. And you heard it here first on Ferguson USA Hot Talk
3: Radio.com. Radio well. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: are growing. <laughs> opportunities to grow even further. Amen.
0: we right one, That's up Walnut- for
4: mm-hmm. Warwick- <laughs> right. elder, elder, Lyles, at five five four West Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63120. That's the voice. in the background. you the elder elder, and the pastor River that's the one up for church, 55, Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri. Rev, you have to, Jake.
1: Same you. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we continue to thank you for your wonderful gospel. How that Christ died for our sin, was buried, and rose again. And I continue believing to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we thank you we are already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And Heavenly Father, we thank that our name is already written in the book of life. And the reason why my name is written in the book of life because I'm a born-again believer. And everybody else that don't know that, that's when you already know, before you even go to heaven, that your book is written in the book of life when you believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we ask you to bless the sick all over in the universe, Heavenly Father. Take care of them, Heavenly Father. Let them know you're still on the throne. And no matter what happened, Heavenly Father, you could do everything but fail. And Heavenly Father, we just ask you to bless this uh, program in your most darling son, Jesus' name, Amen. Well, Rev, we thank you for that prayer. You know, uh, know, we always have prayers that bless us down, you know, and we have seen that take us us, uh, to a, a mighty, mighty way As we look back for how first we came from, you know, and that's you got on look back where you were and where you are now. You can appreciate a good God into you, you know that. Amen. So without further ado, Elder Alan Lyles, what do you have for us this series, sir? Well, the topic this is a book that you've never heard. Well, I haven't. Maybe somebody else have heard Okay, bring it on. The old testament the book is Nahom. N A H U M. Me myself, I'd never heard any preachers come from this book. Not
0: a big book, either, by
1: the way. Right. But uh, I hope you all enjoy this today. This this is about uh the rapture. Okay. This lesson's gonna be pertaining to the rapture. And 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 God is is the is the first beginning of this. Rapture, which is in Naum, and the first chapter said, uh, under the the subtitle it said Chapter One, Holiness of Jehovah, and this this why I say holiness of Jehovah, cause everybody that's listed under here has to be born again believers. Believing the death, burial, or resurrection of Jesus Christ is talking to you. It starts off, the burden of Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum, the Eccleshyte. God is jealous and the Lord revenged. The Lord revenged and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries. And he reserved with wrath for his enemy. I'm just letting y'all know that God is going to have his day too. All these people around here messing up and staying in sin, God is warning them. Get right. Get right with God and Jesus Christ. You know, Rem, I have to jump in there and say, all through the Bible, he tells you that he's a jealous God and he has destroyed nations okay who did not change their ways and tell
0: them that you're doing something wrong you got
1: to do something you know, right, right, right and so what you're saying there is difficult, it has been too all through the bible and through life amen which are, which are a jealous god. yes sir right. amen and verse three it said the lord is slow to anger when you slow to anger even god think before he do something So why shouldn't we think before we act? (laughs) And great in power, and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord had his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. They don't want to accept this, but uh, God is warning the people. It's like when you have tornadoes and, and different places be uh, destroyed at different times. God does that for a reason. I don't know the reason why God uh, destroyed them uh, area, but he do. Yes, sir. So the Lord is constantly warning us every day, be born again. He rebuked the seed. And making it dry, and dried up all the rivers. Bashan languished, Carmel, and the flower of Lebanon languished. The mountain quaked at him, and the hills melt, and the earth is burned at his presence. He's a consuming fire. Look out! <laughs> Yay! <Yeah! laughs> the world and all that dwelling therein. Who can stand before his indignation? And who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is pulled out like fire, and the rocks are thrown down by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. But with an overrunning flood, he will make an utter end of the place thereof, And darkness should pursue his enemies. What do you imagine against the Lord? He will make an utter end. Affliction should not rise up the second time. In other words, I want y'all to know that this what done happened now, this sin and wickedness ain't going to happen no more. Because God said it ain't going to happen no more. For while they be folded together as thorns, and while they are drunken as drunkards, they should be devoured as stubble, full, fully dry. There is one come out of thee that imagined evil against the Lord, a wicked counselor. Y'all know who that is? That's talking about nothing other than the devil. Thus said the Lord. Though they be quiet and likewise many, yet thus shall they be cut down. Talking about the whole, when they rebel against God in heaven, that's what he's talking about right here now. What's going to happen to him? When he should pass through, though I have afflicted thee, I will afflict thee no more. For now will I break his yoke from off thee and will burst thy bonds in sunder. See how the Lord, "Tell He's gonna take care of His people. He haven't forgot Israel, all of us. And the Lord God had given a commandment concerning thee, that no more of thy name be sown. Out of the house of thy gods will I cut off the graven image and the molten image. I will make thy grave, for thou art vile. Behold." Upon the mountains the feet of him that bring good tidings talking about the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ that publish peace o judah keep thy solemn <coughs> feast perform thy vow for the wicked should no more pass through thee he is utterly cut off here's some more with this to go with this that is talking about the rapture of the church and this and all that too. I I wanna go to uh, Isaiah. Let me go back to Isaiah and it'll bring out a little bit more from the book of Naaman. Nahum. And this will be uh, Isaiah two, verse nine, nine through 22. But I'm gonna try to stay, I'm gonna try to bring much as I can and the mean man bowed down. And the great man humbled himself. Therefore forgive them not. Enter into the rock and hide thee in the dust. For fear of the Lord. And for the glory of his majesty. That's what's going to be taking place in the, in the, in the war, Armageddon. The war of Armageddon. The lofty looks of man should be humble, and the haughtiness of men should be bowed down, and the Lord alone should be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts should be upon everyone that is proud and lofty, and upon everyone (coughs) that is lifted up, and he should be brought low, and upon all the cedars of Lebanon, that are high and lifted up, and up on all the oaks of Bashan, and up on all the high mountains, and up on all the hills that are lifted up, and up on every high tower, and up on every fence wall, and up on all the ships of Tarshish, and up on all Pleasant Pitches. That's talking about Babylon, the city of Babylon, where they, where they got all them boats and merchandises up. What's going to happen to them? It's going to be done less than an hour. And the loftiness of man should be bowed down. And the haughtiness of men should be made low. And the Lord alone should be exalted in that day. And the idols he should utterly abolish. And they should go into the holes of the rocks. And into the caves of the earth. For free of the Lord. and for the the glory of his majesty when he arises to shake terribly the earth. In that day a man shall cast his idols of silver and his idols of gold, which they made, each one for himself to worship, to the molds and to the bats, (coughs) to go into the clefts of the rock and into the tops of the ragged rocks, for fear of the Lord, and for the glory of his majesty, when he arises to shake terribly the earth, cease ye from man whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? Hey, Rick, can I kind of put you here for a second, come on, and take some time, okay, so we can discuss, okay, how you brought those two things together, okay, how they are,
0: he telling you, okay, about your, about the about rapture and what is going you know, to take place, okay, the beauty of that and recognize right there, okay, it's, it's kind of you know, telling you in advance, okay, what to expect, and it actually took place in the rapture, am I right? That's right. And you know, I think that's why I say, you know, I'm surprised because, you know, people don't, don't preach on that
1: you no know, more, because this is a perfect example, okay how God you no know, see us, you know, and, you know and, and, and warning us, I should say. Amen we see it over and over again. But
0: if we don't take time to listen to what he's showing us, and I think now, you know, that as we look around, you say this all the time, you know, you, know, the, you know, the floods, the fires, you know, the, the hurricanes, volcanoes, I can't tell you you know, what he's, and what he's not showing us, and people still not listening. Amen. You know, and I think what you just read there, okay? What know the scripture you read there, kind of, you know, you know, tell people there's nothing new under the sun, and all he's trying to do right
1: now is say, listen to me, what I'm, to what I'm trying to show you. I see what I'm trying to show you. Amen.
0: You know, am I right here what I just said?
1: Amen, bro. <laughs> and and and, and that's why I think we know that, that we want to know, kind of know, dig in here and kind of explain the scripture that you read to our audience, okay. So they can appreciate what they have heard and can tell else about it. The, the, the main thing about what's in there, is, is let me read the other comparison, and then they'll, you know, they they'll find out too what is pertaining to that uh when God says something somewhere else first, and then he'll bring it to pass. So with this uh first Thessalonians. The fourth chapter, verse 14 down, or verse 13 down to 18, is uh, talking about the rapture of the church. That's why I put these both uh, together to explain something. A lot of times, you don't have to be explained to it first. Listen and read what's there, and then the understanding comes later through the Spirit of God illuminating your mind. Verse 13 said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord should not prevent them which are asleep. So that right there is telling you there can't nobody stop you from going to heaven. And like people have been saying that the spirit of error got you thinking that. Oh, they can stop you from going to hell by what they do. No, they can't. God is the one that saved. Not what they do. It ain't based on good or bad. It's based on believing the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. For the Lord himself should descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangels and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain should be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air, and so should we ever be with the Lord, wherefore comfort, one another with these words. Amen. I hope you all got something out of that. I did. It's a whole lot. If you don't get nothing out of it because you're forever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth because you're not born again. So that's, a, that's your condition. You know, like people say, I can read it right now. It said the natural man understanding not the word of God because it's spiritually discerned. You have to be born again to understand the word of God. This is the only book you have to be born again to read. The mother books that we read, biography and whatever, and that, you ain't got to be born again to read them books, but you got to be born again to read the Bible. And that's what you need to know is the mind of God. This is what we're dealing with, the mind of God. We want to know God and love God. We ought to be in his word. If this is a daily occupation. It's daily. It's not just Sunday to Sunday and all like that. It's a daily occupation. You know, so people, get born again. That's the main thing. Be born again. Then God will sit you down with his Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit gave me this information. I didn't do it. The Holy Spirit did it because I ain't got enough sense. All glory goes to God. We all got to give the glory to God, not to ourselves, because that man ain't got nothing to do with salvation. Salvation is always dealing with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Look out! I have spoken. Thank you, and have a nice day. Amen.
2: I you still there.
0: I'm sorry, I said you if you uh, take time and read the Bible one time, okay, and then read again once you got no no you got, got no no go join your church, you'll read a whole new new perspective when you read it a second time. Amen. So anyway, on that note, uh, elder out loud, Thank you for the beautiful rendition of, of, the, of the spirit there that Spain to us what we didn't know, what we need to know. Listen to the first in U.S.A. Hot Talk real. com on a beautiful series. Yes, guess what the sun just popped out. I got so a awesome <laughs> Amen. In your life for the rest of your life. I mean, so this is
1: something that's it a plague, call it what you want to call it, but it went around the whole world. And this is happening not just in St. Louis or Kansas City or New York or Chicago, this is some serious business. And, and now, the good point about this, the good point about this, okay, the numbers are starting to of slow down. So people all listen, they all get vaccinated. And and right now, we're at the next stage of this process where the booster shots are coming online.
2: Uh, you know, uh, Johnson & Johnson, uh, uh, the Moderna, and Pfizer, all vaccines now, they all have a follow-up shot called booster shots. And so right now, if you got a Johnson or whatever, you can kind of interchange those, whatever you, know, you best. Talk to your doctors, if well, you know when you get vaccinated, you got to shoot your court anyway. Well, I mean, so that's why it's so important by now. When we were small. Scott, you're a young man. We had our oh, really? In <laughs> mm. Remember, Rev, we, we got our draft uh, uh, cards, you know, but they had to carry it all the time? Yeah. Well, right now, that's the new piece. I carry all the time now is your vaccine card with you, so people you get you
4: vaccinated. But right now, that's an intravenous carry, but technology means so take a picture and put it in your cell phone. You know I mean, but now you do have something that kind of verifies that, and, and, that's, and that's a good thing that people, can you now let people know, okay,
0: that I'm okay. Because a lot of places people go, you can't look at a person and say they're vaccinated or not. I mean, you cannot tell, you know, you know, you know that uh, because you're not wearing a mask, you know, here in Missouri, uh, unfortunately,
1: our governor and, and our attorney general, uh, who are two Republicans right now
4: who are just suing, suing and suing
1: and suing and suing. And what gets me, okay, it's not their money that they're wasting. Say, say Arrow, can I read some? Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, it's, this is coming from the scriptures. Sure. I mean, this is coming from the mind of God of uh, who... Uh, takes care of everything in the universe. All the medicine and stuff that have been brought out now up to the day, God is still the one that makes it work for individuals. Thank you very much. God is. It's it's See? It's See, God spoke His word. His word was in t- here in Jeremiah 30 and 17, it said, For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, said the Lord. Did he say in Jeremiah 30, 13, there is no one to plead your cause that you may bound up. You have no healing medicine." I have, God has spoken.
0: Well, Rev, again, uh, that's timely, and that's why I said, uh, please get your vaccinations, wear your face mask. Uh, uh, this is airborne, and we're not sure, and we're going into the flu season, also, please get your flu shots also. I mean, it's a combination of things that's going on, but again. Also, one of the things that coming into the holiday season, uh, for Halloween tomorrow, uh please uh please 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 protect your young people that's out there you know uh make sure they have their mask on and make sure that you go uh, out with them and don't sit them out right now because right now there's too many stuff going on in the city. right now for kids be running around you know i mean that's not a good thing to do and also uh, uh the bible tells us we should pray for our leaders right now right now president uh joe biden, joe biden uh in the uh over right now he says, G20 Summit right now in, uh, over in Italy, and we pray for the safe return, you know, uh, we pray that God bless them when we come back safely, and also, uh, while we don't, when uh, President Biden's on his tour, he had a to meet with the Pope uh, the other day, but right now he's in Italy, and they are having these ceremonies, but one of the things they're discussing that uh, always been a thing that uh, our former president that you know, was against was cl- uh, climate control uh, you no know, climate change and so that's one thing now that other uh, countries are happy to see last season now want to participate uh, in, in you know in climate control you know in, uh, making our countries as safe if we possibly can be because no matter what you say if you look around you know we all can see some things uh, even even like, you know, this, on the East Coast, you know, it's like unbelievable. Like on, on the West Coast, all of a sudden, they had rains out of nowhere. <laughs> they ain't got that much rain in, in, in months all of a sudden. So that's why I said, and, but, but when the, when the, when the forests have been burned down, then you go out to mudslides. So, I mean, it's, so this is going to affect our economy, which comes around now. while well, we have these uh, log jams, they call them not in the, just in the ports. But the farmers right now are having problems, you know, getting their, you know, getting their crops <coughs> because, you know, uh, you know, because of the rain, and flooding, or the, or the heat or whatever. But one piece of good news, though, I uh, heard today that uh, John Deere was on track for, for, for a little spending period of time here. But they are right now saying they are they're going into negotiation, okay, and they may be in that track. Now, why not bring that up? Well, the farmers get most of their parts for the equipment from John Deere. So if you got a boat tractor or a uh, caravan or whatever you want to call it, it's broke for one piece. That means that's going to affect all of us because, you know, the potatoes and you know, the, the onions, which you get in your market, okay, I uh, mean, that gets you taken. And that's why you go to your stores now you see a lot of empty shelves. You know, a lot of, you know, people saying we don't have this. And a
4: lot of the restaurants are closing down because the price of getting what they want to get is so expensive nowadays. I mean, you are going to talk about you someplace, okay, so it's a piece or something. Well, again, this affects, you know, the, you know, the, the rains and the, and the floods and stuff. That affects all of that. So this all kind of plays together, okay, you know, in, in a roundabout way. And that's why,
0: uh, you know, we're uh, happy to see that some progress have been made and also in D.C., uh, the uh, word is, and I said the word is, that, uh, you know, uh, that finally uh, they'll build back better and the infrastructure bills are coming together. And but if you're not aware, this would be the largest, largest program in the last 30 to 40 years. The industry highway, I talked to a friend of mine this morning, and he was over in Wichita, Kansas. He was driving along, and he said, I'm just, you know, just amazed, okay, how the industry highway put together in, back in the pictures right now, two lane highways. In some cases, that's
1: all we have right now. So it's time to go back and make up four lane highways. Say, Ira, can I uh, yeah. read some more information to, no, 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 to right, right, the gilber? We don't take time now, right
0: now, okay? Okay. Okay, guys, we, we have some guests coming in. We don't take time today, okay? All right. Okay, and so right now, okay, when we, we, we can get out of here, we talk talking about it, like, one of the things... and stuff. Well right now all the research is being done and while they were having this discussion, okay, not one of them denied that they were doing these things.
4: And that's a serious thing right now. And we have some serious issues that we're trying to deal that we all dealing with dealing with and one of the things is, you know, uh, we talk about the electric energy
0: and electric cars and stuff like that. Well, even as we speak, that is becoming a reality. It is a reality as we speak. You know, that's why a lot of places now you go, you have uh, this state.
2: That infrastructure before electric cars are even viable. Right, right. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Now that is true. Okay, but but what's happening is, Scott, if you buy a new car, and and in the next three or four years, the
0: cars are all going to be electric, no matter you know if you want an older car or not. Okay. so that means that we have to see a plan and figure out now how we can make sure we get this cold engine thing in a safer way. That's all we're trying to do.
2: Uh, that I understand that. Thank you. you
0: know, so, so, I mean, so we're trying to, coal is not going to anytime soon, Let's just be honest about that. Okay? <laughs> Matter of fact, the United States, you know, and also they're trying to you know, use oil, okay? But the United States right now, uh, thanks President the right now, we, you know, we don't need any oil from other countries for the most part. But the United States is a good source of oil right now. We can also sell oil to people. (laughs) And uh, and also our environmental uh, remediation. Remediation means we try now to rebuild what is taking place from the fires, you know, uh, that takes a long time. Like, we had some major, major fires uh, on on the West Coast, like in the Sequoia uh, trees that have been around. Some of the trees in the whole, in, in, in history, okay, well, those trees right now were in danger of being burned up after they had this last uh, fire out there. Uh, and, and that's just one of the places, uh, like out like in California, you know, down the there was the, the Napa Valley places, they were threatened okay, by the fires. And so now, what happens here? I mentioned earlier that when it rains, okay, that vegetation is gone, and all they it have now is rain went over over, over, over the plain earth. And they're going to create a you know, mudslash, which will create well, mudslash now in some of the highways in California are being blocked off, okay, because, you know, the rocks that falling across the highway. I mean, so remediation, okay, means that we still try to, you know, uh, you know, fix our bridges and stuff, you know, so we you know, can accommodate and get, and get around better. And also, one thing that uh, money is put into the bill that we're about to get here is for ports. Never before have we had as many, 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 many uh, ships, you know, trying to unload their cargoes, and that's on the east coast and west coast, and also in the Gulf Coast, also. You know, and also, while remediation, we just had a oil leak in out in uh, in, out in, uh, in Long Beach, out in California. Well, that land had to be remediated also, because all, all the you know the fish, the wildlife there, that's under the ocean there, then all has been damaged. So we got that land had to be. Remediated. So I mean so we said remediation, okay. Can't cut this. I, I can't draw a whole lot of stuff. But now these ports now we are finding that as these ports are being backed up and it's it's creating the pandemic created a uh, open up so a lot of things that, that, that we are taking for granted. Now these ports themselves uh are, are working on, on, on maybe five, five days a week. but well, now they're working around the clock. And so these ports are owned by co- private corporations. And so right now, the president had a, had a summit a couple of weeks ago, whereas now you sit down with the people, the port owners and people out there as well as, you know, the unions out there, the longshoremen, I including more unloading, uh, more ships, uh, and get the truckers involved right now. Uh, if you ride the highway, you see sands on trucks truck saying, we are hiring. We are hiring. But again, i go back to the highways. Those trucks run over the highways, so again, we got to have, you know, our our, our highways improved. You know, most countries around the world, they got high speed going from city to city, you know, they're they doing all that stuff. But in our country, we still trying to, you know, try to get away from the highways that were built back in the, in the, in the 50s. Am I right, Scott? You see highways.
2: Uh, that's right. They were built by uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower.
0: Yes, they, and that was, a, you know, that was a long time ago. Yes, you know, sir. And so right now, he said we're going to do this. And finally, uh, what President Biden has done, okay, he's put together a lot, big old bill that's got a whole lot of things that we're trying to come up with, be able to a comparison to other countries, that, that we can get our people around. This is going to help everybody. You know, you see a high time raise on our ships. Well, this is going to affect somebody. It's affecting you your daycare with their kids. And shot another. Now, getting in court, normally the word they use them because those gentlemen would be called victims. But well, the judge, you have to have a judge, judge in here. The judge said, I don't know, they, you can't call them victims. They're either you know, rioters, rulers, or uh, uh, innocentists. And he said he does this because the word victim is a loaded word, so, which it is. Now, having said that, uh, one last thing across the country, we're watching uh, in your neighborhood, maybe uh, on the state level. The state maps are being drawn for your state, Let's say for your senators and for your uh, uh, representatives in all states, no matter where you are, and also no the city you're in. They're drawing maps you know, for your councils, for your uh, no, for the seats on those boards. So please watch what's going on in Pittsburgh the people that are being put in these positions, okay, these districts, will be there for the next 10 years. And this is why it's I'm so important for the census where you can count it because this is why they've the the maps now and the, and the money that comes from the federal government to your city or to your town will depend on these maps. But then, no, Scott, um, we've got a beautiful show for you. My name is Our Folks. This is the Munch to Munch of Scott, get it out of here. Word blockchain. So, anybody sits in the program today, you've got a computer, you've got a, any kind of device, um, look up the word blockchain academy. And you will find that you'll see uh, some stuff about that. But today we are fortunate to have Mr. Ryan Williams, who he is part of the blockchain. Guys, So, uh, I guess okay. blockchain partnerships is, is, what, is, is what's coming to the world's doorstep. Um, that's what blockchain is, it's a partnership with one another without the need for trust. It's a whole new way of looking at the world. Yes, and I think that's probably the best way to you know and, uh, and, and one of the things that Ryan has done is that uh, he's partnered with the NASDAQ conference, and we have a program that we may put together. We're going to talk a little bit more about later on. But first of all, uh, blockchain Academy and, and if you go to i say our website 'cause I've been working with Ryan and, for the last couple of months of so people we're trying to get them done here. And you go to the website and you look at a lot of stuff, can you kinda explain of to people right now when you first go
4: what should they look for and, and what did they what did they look for? Yeah, absolutely.
3: So Any of these progressive technologies, um, we have the early innings, like you said, level one, um, of where blockchain is at. And, um, you know, those are going to educate themselves sooner than later and get a feel of comfort with this technology. will be able to you know, use it to
4: their benefit and the benefit of those around them. Now, one of the things, okay, uh, 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 the first question comes in,
3: Learn this stuff at least, you know, at the high level. They should have tenth you know, grade reading and math skills, and reading comprehension. Just because they are heading to new, different topics. But again, just like when any new technology comes out, you know, uh, anybody can read on it, watch a video. And so it's just those first steps. But then other folks um, might have come in with other backgrounds, like two or ten years, you know, development experience as a developer or running a business. Um, So they're coming at it from different perspectives, but everyone should really be able to get that first rung, that first layer of understanding. We have high school students that aren't quite ready for 10th grade reading and math skills and have that, but they can get a lot of these concepts. They're they're more fungible um, in terms of what they can receive information-wise and run with. It's more the uh, older population that has to kind of come around and really grapple with this new way of operating Okay, and so, I, and, so I,
4: and one of the things that uh, people hear this now, how does blockchain
0: uh, relate to cryptocurrency? Well, blockchain is actually the technology
3: underpinning cryptocurrency. So that's what actually gives cryptocurrency its value. Okay, explain that if you want that. Yeah. So right now, everything that's value that we value in the world, whether it's a company in the stock market or the US dollar It's a shared belief, right? Um, based on a community that says that the dollar is worth this amount and I'm willing to exchange that value for a good or service. Blockchain takes um, that dollar and it's not controlled by any one central government or, um, you know, a stockholder. Let's take Facebook, for example. Very centralized, you own a share of Facebook. Um, Kind of buy into the leadership uh, of, of that platform but who owns the platform you know everything that's out there to date is owned typically by central authorities whether it's government or a ceo or you know, these operating bodies blockchain is different in the sense that the cryptocurrencies the value is being distributed and the values by the value creators on the platform so you, i'm just going to draw some analogy so youtube imagine youtube except 99% of all the value created on the YouTube channels goes to the value creator, as opposed to you know, Google, who owns YouTube, right? So it's this hollowing out of, um, kind of these central authorities and providing more strength and value to individuals and groups. Um, it's just one of those things that, again,
4: just like the internet, just like these new technologies, you have to sit with it, spend time with it,
3: buy one cryptocurrency just to get some feel, uh, you know, and get some information just to get some buy in. You know, you can
4: buy one one thousandth of a Bitcoin
3: and uh, own a piece of it. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin that's worth $60,000 an hour. You know, the price fluctuates. But ultimately, the way to
4: understand it is to get
3: a little bit of understanding and then you kick yourself up the ladder should um, it interest you, right? Okay, so let me kind of i a little bit deeper here. So now, a person right now, okay, listen up us right now, and say, okay, uh, that sounds interesting to me, and because it can be any, any you know, any, you know, uh, race, any, any age level, and they want to get involved, how, okay, would this help them understand you know, how cryptocurrency works? Yeah, so, it, it will be tough to conceptualize completely over, uh, Radio show. This is something you have to sit with, visualize. and a will of great visual cues. Um, so to get involved, it's it's literally you know a lot of people are getting involved in the crypto side. They're just buying crypto. They don't necessarily understand the underpinning. maybe a book on blockchain or a yours on blockchain really understand it and see how you can apply it to your background which could be very certain things it could be a marketer you could be a, a business operator you could be a project manager or you could be a developer and so you have to kind of come at this technology with what skills you already have and if you don't have any skills learn the basics and your you know your aptitude, what your interests lie that will direct you where to go just like internet you know internet has something for everyone as will blockchain so it's, it's about getting into this uh, mindset of this new way of operating on the internet and steeping yourself in it i guess you know ryan you know assist me for us here I, I, I know a lot of parents a lot of you my own office okay with, with a
0: tv stationary a lot of computers okay and and we just got these computers okay. And so the young people that, that were the ones that we had internships, they were very much able to come in, okay, <laughs> and, and master those computers, okay. And, and they went to the level now, and most of those people right now working at ESPN, you know, very much professionals, okay, in the industry. That, that we did, In those days, we didn't understand how that worked, okay. Well, I, you know, I had a nephew that always went to the basement, and all he did was play video games. And now right.
3: And now that's a profession. Now
0: that's a, a profession. Right. Yeah. Gaming is going to be huge going forward. In fact, uh, I think it's going to be one of our biggest businesses as we all need more entertainment to fill up our time. Yeah, right. I mean, and, that, and that's why I'm saying, you know, as uh, we look, look at this opportunity you know, with, uh, with, uh, with the Blockchain Academy, that uh, I see us as being the... Uh, 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 you know, that this, this, this work in a such a way that uh, if you look at it it, it can benefit you, you know to understand or play with it for like a better description
3: yeah absolutely and but but the students have to have the tools right you need a laptop yeah. and, uh, there we go. And, and, and that's really the resources we need to work with foundations and workforce investment boards in the state of Missouri for example to really get an interesting cohort of of folks together to start learning about it. And then those that are really committed, maybe, you know, passing and getting initial credential or, or uh, certification, you know, then we can go to others and say, listen, we want to build a cohort of, you know, 50 folks in Missouri or St. Louis specifically and say, listen, let's make this a little blockchain hub and let's equip them with the equipment to do it. And if we do that, we give them resources and skills, you know, things will happen, things will build, and, and, and maybe, you know, not everything has to happen in Silicon Valley. It should be happening locally. These opportunities are everywhere. Yeah, you know, one what them, what, what, uh, as uh, you're probably aware, uh, here in St. Louis, uh, we are becoming uh, like uh, in, the, in the Midwest of the middle of the country, uh,
0: where a lot of the corporations right now are bringing their technologies you know, here for people, because it's, it's expensive to live here in St. Louis. Yeah. Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and so now, but I have said that now, if a person is now, we're going step through the forest now, they, they go to the website and they're looking at uh, the different opportunities that we can go. Now, we'll say one of the programs, which we are not, not, we're not, we're not, we're not still not here, that uh, I met uh, Ryan through the uh, 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 program
4: that we have uh, called Everything. No, that's not true, is the, uh, 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 we have a website from the NASPACCM and Congress that we can collaborate with all uh, the, um, oh,
3: You know, Etsy is great for individual creators. This kind of really helps promote black-owned businesses to give them a larger presence than they would have maybe do a local network. And so, I just feel like um, the amplification, you know, in an organized format and a platform like that—that's what makes, you know, that's what makes Amazon uh, so successful. They've organized products and services so well, distributed so well. But, you know. Uh, not enough um, your personality, a, a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, love, and people attach themselves to brands the people that are running these organizations, and so that's what we want to support, and I think uh, that, that platform is, is beginning to really accomplish that. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to change something for one quick second here, okay? It just you know, to, to you know,
0: to amplify what you just said. Uh, Facebook just changed its name, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay gonna we'll get into all the reasons that Facebook changed its name, mainly, mainly because of image problems. We're we'll to get off of there. So, what are your thoughts about how that, you know, how that will pick up? Okay, if it, it, it rebrands itself. Yeah. So Meta, uh, you know, I think a lot of this was kind of going to roll out anyway, except they probably
3: expedited it given their major issues with Instagram, particularly uh, females uh, that are, you know, not having great mental. Um, so, but I think it was very tone-deaf, um, you know, they're coming out with this meta-platform that's supposed to be more immersive, more, you know, uh, more real, say, virtual reality mind. More specific. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know, the, one of the first things they're launching, Ira, is Grand Theft Auto in the metaverse. So, you know, we're going from Instagram, where folks are... Um, <laughs> You know, really having mental issues, and now we're going to go into the metaverse and just be able to run people over, beat up a postman. You know, it's just I don't I don't get the optics of it, and I'm not a big fan of Facebook. This is just my personal opinion. No, I no, think no, 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 no. That's cool. us. I mean, I, I think it.
0: I think it was. Well, we won't get off with of that, okay? But I think right now, right. Just, you hit on a good point here. The chain was 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 precipitated, okay, but being insensitive, okay, to, to the people, okay, that was on the platform, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and how it was kind of spreading hate and a whole lot of stuff we can talk about.
3: But the, you know, QSA, but the transition, okay, into court death, okay, is like a, a huge jump, okay. Yeah, and it's toned down. I mean, uh, I don't understand yeah. it, but yeah, I, I hope new platforms emerge, particularly platforms that are. Uh, let, let, you don't mind, Ira, I'll tell you about one interesting one. Go so
4: block,
3: yeah, Facebook is, is not on the blockchain. Although they're you know, they're dipping into crypto and a bunch of different ways of trying to get into the space and they're are a bit uh, guarded by it. But uh, there's other platforms go what do you mean by that? Are, you know, they're 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 not telling everything about their okay, plans okay. for blockchain. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And so um There are other platforms emerging that are blockchain enabled um, social media platforms. Now, imagine putting something on the blockchain. Imagine putting a tweet out there that you could never believe, right? That's what the blockchain is. Yeah.
4: So, uh, I'm in a car, uh, I got Sorry about that.
3: So, voice.com is is an example. Uh, It's funny that here's a quick, interesting fact. There, voice.com, literally, the domain name was bought for thirty million dollars. Uh, technology has created that uh, veil of secrecy, you know. Uh, matter of fact, even now one of the things that, uh, that affected Facebook is this uh, investigation that's taking place right now up in, up in D.C. With, with the House Committee that uh, the emails and stuff, you know, that was put out there on Facebook, you know, you know people spreading each other now, that is coming on the roof, so to speak. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, We've had this mantra for the last 20 years that interconnectedness online uh, will bring people together and while it may connect more people, it doesn't necessarily, you know, technology is starting to maybe divide us some degree, right? It um, is. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, it doesn't just... Not just in the meta world that Facebook's pushing us into or the existing internet, you know, even gets into weaponry, right? We're, we're bombing people we don't even see anymore, right? It, it, we're, if we're using technology to point, uh, macro and micro. And, you know, this is something I, I don't think you and know, I have talked about previously, but I believe humanity, we're in a era where, you know, it's kind of like we're in our technological adolescence, right? So, oh, yeah, okay. You know, and, and when you get your driver's license at 17, um, you know, you're not necessarily safe on the roads, per se. You don't really understand the rules. You don't have the, the muscle memory. Um, so I think that's where we're at with our technology. It's a very dangerous time, you know. The car accidents, teenagers driving. It's very, I'm just trying to go on and out here because I think that's where we're at. We're not careful in these early innings of be explosive technology going forward. We just hope it doesn't uh, further separate it and we find a way to make it uh, really bring us back together as individuals, as families, and communities, uh, as opposed to dividing them. Now, no, Lorraine, I haven't said that. Let's step nine to the forest, okay? Just get a little bit more enlightened, okay, <laughs> about what we yeah. have. Well, <laughs> you know, what, 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 what can take place, okay, once we get into, into what a uh, 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 blockchain academy can do to enlighten your life or change your life? And then, and, you know, also into the workforce, how does that work also? Yeah, so workforce, that's my background. Uh, so, uh, these colleges and universities that are typically training the next generation uh, workforce, you know, uh, there's been this interest, and a lot of students, you know, liberal arts is great, but the skills are becoming more and more important because ultimately, you know, a lot of folks getting degrees or a lot of organizations aren't seeing degrees as important. So what is really important going forward is not just skills, but what skills have you take and actually produce something in the world? You know even like standardized tests for college universities, they're falling by the wayside like, more hey, what did you do in high school? What have you built? You know, what did you actually create with others? Seeing it's seeing as more valuable and I think that's that's trickling into Workplace as well. So when people are hiring, not necessarily do you have that degree. It's what have you built, and how can you bring those that experience with you? So the, the, let me just uh, zoom out for one second. So applying technology to skills, right? So any I have, have you've heard of digital badges.
0: Uh, briefly, but I'm uh, I was passion. passing. No, I just you know something you
3: hear about, you know, but I didn't you know. I didn't yeah. Know. It, it's kind of been um. You know, it's been in video games. You earn this badge, you get this credential. You run across, you know, weight watchers might get a badge. You know, but this is we're starting to badge skills, right? So when you get a certification, it doesn't just go up on the wall. It now is a digital badge that has metadata. Basically, when you click on it, you see Ira has this certification in blockchain, uh, and he, he can develop on this platform, right? And so the more we get these skills that are specific and tied to individuals, Ira, on the workforce side of things, um, employers will be able to say, in St. Louis, I need somebody with this skill and this number of years of experience to can target recruit that individual, because you know that they have verified skills. This is where workforce is going. And so how do you get started? You have to first educate yourself and pass an assessment to say, yes, I really do know and understand this material. And then people in the world can say, all right, I trust that, that credential. Like, uh, let's say Kyra, for example, uh, if you wanted to be a cloud practitioner for Amazon for web services, you need what's called an Amazon cloud practitioner certification and badge. So in order to even
4: participate in certain platforms and work out there, people want to see that you have the verified skills. And I feel like as you move
3: further online, uh, people are going to need to acquire these skills to make themselves more marketable. And whether that happens at the university or it happens uh, independent of, of um, the ivory towers, it remains to be a,
0: a scene. You know, now one of the things you just said though, okay, kind of uh, kind of explains, okay, to you know, me, the uh, foundation of blockchain, that what it's actually doing, okay, is creating a, creating a network, a, a database, I should say, like web description. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, would, that would, uh, once they get to training, uh, people, you know, in corporate America, you know, which is what we actually end up at the end of the day, okay, uh, they can see where they can have a pool of people they can they can find here, and not have to dig have to so deep, have uh, to have so big, or recruit so big, that they can go to, go to the uh, blockchain, you know, uh, you
3: know, uh, site, a blockchain you know, platform, I should say, and have what you are looking for. That's exactly right, And it's about interoperability so there are already actually these platforms out there Credly uh, is a big one where they badge things for Microsoft and a bunch of other things so they're already out there it's like the internet you don't quite understand how algorithms work or when you click yeah. send on your email you don't understand what's going on in the background there but you know you understand its use case right you understand its value oh, you know, and you
4: so
0: you take what happen when
3: you see it Sorry, say that again, explain yeah, what happened when you hit send. <laughs> well, that's that's my point is, uh, you know, I'm actually not an, a, an expert on uh, how email works, mm-hmm. and okay. so, but, but you don't you don't have to be an expert on how email works or how Google's algorithm works to be able to use it, right? Use that tool. And so it's more about how do you use the tools that are out there, unless you want to build new tools, in which case that's valuable to the world. But it's building the tools that are already there that people need to do. It's just like, you know, becoming a YouTube star. You know, there are certain tools and ways to do things uh, to, to make your uh, channel valuable. And so it's learning these skills and traits that are going to be valuable. And people that don't, not just learn. You have to do. And I feel like um, that, that's the rub there is that a lot of people want to learn. But, you know, you have to jump in the arena and um, and actually get to work Right. So we, I was gonna say, so that's what we want to try to accomplish with the national blockchain of commerce is, hey, not just learn, but what, what can we start building? How can we form teams that uh, compete to maybe disrupt title insurance? Or, um, you know, how do we put a use case out there where this blockchain is actually making things more secure, more free for everybody that might be, you know, see work with some sort of business about it? Well, one of the things, okay, you know, and if you're getting ahead of my step ahead of me here, but I want to continue down our road here, but so, so one of the things that uh, once you uh, become part of the blockchain family for not of description, okay, you you have access to people, okay, if you have access to you, then that is that, would that be the right way to describe that? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's the right people with with right. the information that is relevant to you, so. We have, in a lot of these space out there, you're starting to hear working groups, right? So there's working groups around certain matter, subject matter areas. So let's say you really want to get into supply chain space, but now you have supply chain for blockchain, which supply chain will be completely changed by blockchain. And so there are groups of folks that are already in that space, and then you as a student can jump in and talk to the actual experts that are building applications for supply chain space using blockchain technology, and it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Facebook groups are, are focused around certain things. Uh, National Black Chamber of Commerce will also have to be subject matter expert groups uh, that their students be able to avail themselves of, uh, okay. so wh- wh- whatever their interest is. In. Now, now, one thing is okay, you know, you can get on there, uh, supply chain, because
0: right now, we all aware right now of a blockchain I mean I mean supply chain, the supply chain choice okay in our everyday lives whereas you know we call it what the COVID, uh, pandemic did okay was expose us or uh, reveal to us some of our shortcomings we took for granted mainly right now is that how uh, the systems are to connect together now and they're not connecting together right now and we can see, see some some havoc like i bit in the description taking place, and especially even our food chains, uh, like people we
3: trying to get stuff for Christmas, okay? People we trying to go buy food in advance, but they want to get a, a hint of that. So what I see here, okay, with the, the black chains, we we're trying to we were trying to get ahead of the curve for I can middle the description Am I putting that right? Yeah, you are, but it's, it's not just uh, the issues that you're experiencing now. It's the things you see in the news, like, let's call, let's for example, uh, E. coli outbreak or uh, you know, something along those lines. You know, when a batch of lettuce goes bad, the, the people are going to kill. They take everything off the shelves, right? Everybody's got to throw it all the way. But <clears throat> once you have a supply chain that's blockchain-enabled and everything with the Internet of Things, these little scans and other emerging technologies that are kind of combined with blockchain, you know, now when there's a recall for eggs and salmonella, you know, they know what forms those came from and what stores, what restaurants, what, and they can target and recall that as opposed to you know, hundreds of millions of dollars just being thrown down the drain. So, so that's just one anecdote of, of issues we see on a regular basis. And by the way, if you implement this solution with blockchain, it's already paid for one massive recall. You're not doing a massive recall anymore, you're just recalling, you know. Uh, two farms worth of you know of, of produce issues. So that's that. But blockchain uh, and the supply chain as the experience we're experiencing right now um, is actually much more macro. Technology is a part of it and it'll dramatically improve it. But we really have a demand issue. There's so much money in the system and people will be looking to purchase things, and the supply chain is breaking under the pressure. Also with the supply, you know, the actual raw materials supply issue. So. Um, Blockchain will just make this a lot more cleaner for everybody in the space to operate. Because you know, one of the things okay, one of the thing things that a little known about, you know, know, about, uh, you know uh, electronic and so like sometimes
4: if you got an uh, electronic grease, sometimes if one is overloaded, okay, it shoots another line, it takes the pressure. You know, yeah. and, 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 and nobody actually knows, okay, that there's a problem because you know you have things that in,
0: the, in the pipeline there. You can take switches to to an alternative, okay? And and nothing be like, you know, like those cell phone towers. You know, know, if if, if there's a man feeling or something, he goes to another tower automatically without you even knowing that. Yeah, I I, I totally get your analogy. You're 100% right. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to put put the right one, okay? But like you're driving along, people aren't aware of cell phone towers. You're driving along the highway, your call is constantly being passed off to another tower as you drive along. And mm-hmm. when, you, when you have a drop call okay, you put it to your ear when
3: there's no cell phone down. <laughs> okay. Right. And
4: you know what that happens.
3: It happens what? It happens automatically. Automatically. And, right. And so that, you know, with radio transmission and things like that, that's that's easy and, and it's been around, that technology's been around for a while. How do we, okay, yeah. yeah, how do we get um how do we get these things to happen more automatically with more real assets, uh, not just radio waves? so that's what Blockchain will do. You know, there's this thing, there's this notion—not notion, it's actual technology called smart contracts. So imagine something is on the t- uh, supply chain, and um, there's an issue. You can actually program a solution. You know, if this happens, if this supply chain, uh, the supply constraint happens, or a, a demand issue happens, that can trigger a smart contract to make a decision to divert to another maybe way to get information there so we won't always rely on people once the information's on a blockchain and it's, it's tracked properly and stored unfortunately uh-huh. or fortunately however we slice it machines will start making decisions because we program them to do so but it'll make it more efficient we might be eliminating a lot of people doing this work and it's automated so there's a double-edged solution well wait i would call a book without you just gonna as well. And in it, 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 tells you about how technology is going to be sort of replacing people, you know what I mean? If are use more and more, 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 more machines, and, and I think about, if, if I read what you just said, is that uh, uh,
0: blockchain is uh, taking, taking human capital, for lack of a better description, okay? Human beings, i put it that way, and involve so them away, so they can be a part of the system, okay, where they can benefit, you know, uh, automatically Somebody from California wanted to work, you know, somebody here. They you know, they found my services and are they looking for. And the best part about this, we haven't got around to here, is that most things, you know, nowadays jobs, are, I mean, they've online now. It's not the chance to be in an office someplace sitting behind a desk. You know, that, 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 that is how you qualify
3: to be working, at a, at a, working someplace now. Yeah, I mean, as we all move online more and more, all the money and the opportunities and the jobs do move there. I still think, you know, skilled trades are immensely powerful. And I, I don't yes. want to speak anybody for, you know, as much as I'm a technologist and, and, and believe in this stuff, I also believe in real infrastructure and, you know, people building roads. I used to actually own a roads. It's a damn shame in this country we not
0: Ryan, on? Yeah, I am Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Ryan. Man.
5: welcome, and what an honor and a pleasure uh, to to have you join us. And I really have to premise that uh, Ryan represents the Blockchain Academy.
3: Upper, you know, folks that are looking for these new opportunities and, and are hungry to grow, and so uh, I'm excited to work with National Black Chamber of Commerce to launch a thousand scholarships uh, where we'll teach you know, blockchain foundations and crypto trading, but then also take folks up the skill ladder um, to more in-depth programs like blockchain project management, um, you know, blockchain development, business and enterprise strategy. Those are the things if, if you learn them in the next year or two. You know, there are six-figure jobs out there for anybody that really does learn it and produces some product and put something out in the world. And so that's what we want to get. It's not just, hey, what is blockchain? But can I acquire this skills? Can I get the job? Or can I build a team to build something that the world needs? And uh, I, I heard those people that do it earlier, jump in earlier, are just going to be better off. Like if you bought Bitcoin seven years ago, you'd be a lot better off uh, today, right?
5: Well, Ryan touched on a couple things we really need to drill down on. Sure. And these are jobs and opportunity that if you didn't know what it was, you might think that it's very difficult to get into or to to learn about it. with our society day today and the, the the culture that we have, that everybody's carrying really essentially a supercomputer around in their phone, and they're doing so much with it, and the schools and, and everything, it's it's in our culture, it's in our uh, our, our dialogue, in our vocabulary. And these types of jobs, though surprisingly, can be certified based on a six-week online course. That means you can do just like we've all been doing through the pandemic, be on your computer, be on your phone, and you can actually get the training. And upon completion, you then qualify for one of these six-figure jobs. And if you go to the Blockchain Academy website, you'll see the companies that uh, these jobs are at, and it's, it's, it's the Fortune 100 to Fortune 500. Everybody needs blockchain because it involves data moving from one place to another in a safe and secure manner. It's not just financial, but it's all kinds of data. But all the finance stuff that's going on now has to move through a blockchain. And on the other hand, the level of fraud and threats and security that's needed to ensure the, the, the uh, integrity of these transactions is really how and why the blockchain's got to be so important. So, we're offering scholarships. That means all you got to do is apply for a scholarship or let it know, or we're going to try and reach you as well. But you can go online and complete this, and on completion, you're ready to apply for a job, at least to interview and talk to people about it. But now you're one of a few. And if you knew anything about what happened at the beginning of advent of the need or the awareness of the need for cyber security they were hiring people that basically basically said i'm willing to learn i don't know anything about this but i'm willing to learn and they go you're hired and those people to this day are heads of departments many of them are making multiple six figures well above hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not just getting a job started, a company to do that, because there were so few jobs, they had to create a company to take on multiple clients. But that's kind of like where we are today and what we're doing. And so this is an opportunity, and it's not perfect. In other words, you don't have to have completed uh, four years of college. Or even two years, for that matter. And we found that when we talk about this type of technology and education, that it isn't necessarily an engineering degree or a, some type of training or exposure that someone had. You know, we're finding we're finding elementary school kids that know how to create a video game, and that's similar to what is involved here because it's a matter of interacting with software, in some cases, maybe even writing code, but all that's taught to you uh, in this online curriculum. And if you look, there's all sorts of, 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 of specialities within the curriculum. So some might be financial, some might be, like a lot of people, you're hearing of all this about blockchain, I mean, uh, Bitcoin and how the blockchain is involved with how a Bitcoin
4: is created and transactions occur, this hospitality industry, there's almost
5: any place that's taking information in electronically, digitally. So it's uh, it's, it's exciting, and we're going to follow through and mentor and coach and assist you in your process, even to the degree that we're going to help you find a job. And yeah. you have to have a job. You can have a job now and just want a better job. So it's for anybody and
3: everybody. Chuck, you, you hit it right in the head there. And, you know, just to zoom out, you know, in terms of the jobs that are in this space, um, yes, only half right now are developers. There's a lot of development needed because it's so new. But eventually that the blockchain industry will match the existing technology industry, which means really only a third of the jobs are developer jobs actually building, you know, you still need people to run the businesses, marketing, partnerships. It takes a lot to run a business, not just code, right? So um, regardless of your background, you know, if you if you're not know a code, you should learn the blockchain because you'll get 40% increase in your salary tomorrow, right? So developers come come a running. But anybody that's not a developer, don't be dissuaded because you know, like Chuck said, people didn't know cybersecurity when they got into it, but they learned it and they learned the skills. Let me, let me just draw back, you know, if you remember, ever watched Batman or any of those, you know, the old school marketer, right? They did billboards. They did uh, magazines. They did all these things. That was our medium. As we pushed online, those same marketers became growth engineers. What they became is online advertisers. They use technology to advance their profession. So that's what's going to happen with every professor. Lawyers are going to have to know how to do smart contracts that that never developed in their life. will need to know uh, how to audit a, smart, uh, audit a blockchain. So we're, we're, all our professions are just kind of moving more into the technological space. We're just going to have to learn these new tools. So don't be dissuaded if you don't know how to code. I'll tell you what. I'm in blockchain. I do not know how to do a of code. I mean, HTML is probably the best I can do. So, you know, the point is you can get into this space regardless of
0: your background or aptitude. Just gotta stop. Right, right, let me jump in and say, okay.
3: The stainless is that well wait
1: Yeah.
5: And its supporters, its its sponsors, have put forth talk about the whole opportunity. Uh, so you're going to be hearing about it more, and it's it's, it's you got a minute before I think we're going to run out of a thousand scholarships. But don't delay and come on and let us know and hold your hand up. Uh, I want to go further, Ira and, and Ryan, and say that this has led us to. Uh, To realization that uh, we're we're working on a what used to be called STEM
4: is now called STEAM uh, uh, education
5: advocacy. So we're coming out with a STEAM initiative, and we have some partners that have been out at these conferences and seeing how much resource. remember blockchain blockchainhub360.com forward slash nbcc i repeat it blockchainhub360.com forward slash nbcc
3: start there you can't go wrong one more time blockchainhub360.com forward slash nbcc thanks Lock- do you think we can uh, also add a link to the main national site to link out?
5: Absolutely. To absolutely. Yeah, we've we're, we're, we're got some design edits going on, that's one of the main ones. We're going to put it and embed it in the national site. Uh, I think we're ready to go. We've taken a little bit of time to figure out what we're doing, and we've got so many little pieces. And then Ira, we really want to bring in uh, the wonderful work you're doing with the Historically Black uh, colleges and universities uh, for it. We know that. Everybody's looking for work, especially after they graduate or after they're to leave school. So we're really excited about it. Ryan, whatever you need, we're going to do it. And we're going to even reach further into our partner associations and organizations. And we're going to promote the Blockchain Academy and then the Blockchain Association and, and recognize those companies for their commitment to
3: social responsibility in this fashion. Well, thank you. And um, I feel like the, the partnership we're forming now is, is the beginning of something. It could be a lot bigger. Like you bring in the HBCUs, you know, they have a lot of students. So I see students just so much energy in this space at that level. Um,
4: for example, we're, we're launching a university versus university crypto trading competition with a, um, a tier one bank
3: uh, trading simulator. There's a lot of... Students right now, there's a ton of interest in crypto, and you know if we can work with the HBCUs to kind of capture that crypto interest, you know again on the trading side where everybody's looking to make money and that's all well and good, but the real value is, is if, if they can learn crypto and then transition and, and have the HBC's transition students to understanding blockchain technology that underpins all this. That's where the value is. So that's those are things that. Um, we need the blockchain academy not just work with uh, associations like NBC, and these college universities, but the next
4: step, the
3: next wave of, of innovation I believe is going to happen on the campus. You're already seeing a bunch of these research centers and things like that, but I think more of the student body, not, the, not those seeking the PhDs, but how do we get competitions, uh, HBCUs and otherwise, to uh, form teams? So let's take a few of the new blockchains out there. Sorry if I lose anybody, but you've heard of Bitcoin. Ethereum. There's these new third and fourth generation blockchains that are what, we, what you call Visa, uh, American Express level transactions, meaning they can handle a lot of volume. And those new platforms have a lot of money, you know, a lot of investment in them. They're looking to invest in campuses and, and invest in students to form teams to build on their platform while they're still in campus, while they're still in college there's If anybody's going to build something new that's going to catch lightning in the bottle, it's probably going to be marked up the birth 30 years ago, right? 20 years ago. Uh, So many cool things happen on campus. People might drop out, and that's just their path. But uh, the point is, we have to have more activity than just, you know, getting a degree at the end of the day. How do we create products on campus with students? Um, you know that, that that other students are going to want to use, right? Particularly because they're supporting other students. So how do we organize with the National Block Chamber of Commerce, uh, these blockchain and HBCUs to get a lot of these, uh, you know, competitions in place? Because I feel like if people want to compete. If, if, you know, if you have a competition, people will learn, as opposed to just you know coming for information and passing exams. You have to compete. You have to do. And so if work with NBCC, HBCUs, and these blockchains to uh, have product incubation and hackathons. I think that's ultimately um, where the rubber meets the road. So that's what I'd love to see this next. What what, would I love to see it evolve in? When when we're right now, we have to go, and we are taking the biggest steps, okay, but we'll have something to last and make sure everybody understands on the ground floor before the other way it goes up. We've got to have an understanding about how this process will work, and you know, I think the uh, phrase that I use how to raise our votes, so we've got to understand the basic, okay, that votes will rise, but not hold in them. Right. Well, yes, yeah, the basics are everything. Um but It's funny you have the votes and the rising tide analogy. I kind of see both us and anything we're going to build sort of as leading buckets, yeah. right? So, if, if you have... Um, an idea of what it is, and like, you start pouring water, and water comes out all the holes. So how do you plug the holes? It's the information you don't know. And it's lifelong learning. You have to constantly apply yourself. Now, if you want to be, you know, a, a, a real player in the business world, things are changing so fast. So, leaky buckets. Let's pour the information in as much as possible. Uh, you know, seal those leaks. Get that credential. Get that job, and, and start building. But Chuck
5: and uh Ryan, I hate this, it's quite on the wall uh so joining the joining the show here. But Chuck, any last words you wanna say? There's a just a big broad world out here that we're kind of working together
4: to to explore and engage and yes, we will commit to continue that
5: path, but I love this uh for uh, close relationship with the academic institutions and really bringing more value to um, uh, education in itself. Uh, and then at the same time, you know, Reverend, I never forget about the back there. We'll, we'll have the face based face, face side to this as well, uh, we'll include the churches and any other type of uh, community relationship because our society is so fragmented on where our resources and how do you get them and what can we do. So you're gonna be hearing a lot more uh, from us uh, on that. Ryan, thank you so very much. I look forward to getting right to this on Monday for the discussion and really was appointed. I very much so will uh, form everything that we need to do, document it, to put this more in a systemic manner, and uh, for you to go and challenge uh, society, your world, uh, including Missouri, as rest of the rest of the chambers and everything else. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your support.
0: Uh, God bless, love everybody. Hey, my name is our folks, that's Chuck, There's a in the background, and that's God. We thank you for joining a lunch with by first on yeah, a beautiful the ultraviolet.com. Please be safe
4: and <laughs>